welcome to 17 questions with group 17. Um, today we're going to be discussing sexual harassment in the workplace. Um, I'm joined by some guests here. Um, we have Professor Sydney. We have our employer giving their input, Christine. We have the employee or the worker, Rogelio, as well as me giving some input. Um, and my name is Max. I'm going to be the podcast host for this podcast. So we've got some questions, um, but first do a little definition of sexual harassment and kind of talk about the background behind it. Hey guys, my name is Jackie and I am an advocator and activist on behalf of any and all who have experienced sexual harassment or assault. Um, I'm glad to be a part of this conversation today. Um, I'm just going to be defining sexual harassment and then laying out some examples of this happening in the workplace. So according to Maryville University, sexual harassment refers to specific, inappropriate, and unwanted sexual behaviors, especially in the workplace. And typical perpetrators of sexual harassment are often characterized by individuals in a power position, such as bosses. In the media, it could be like film producers or CEOs. And these people use their power to sexually abuse others. And these roles typically consist of men due to the gender gap in occupations, but this does not mean that women cannot do this as well. And just a general example of sexual harassment in the workplace could be a superior or a boss asking for sexual favors from an employee in exchange of some benefit in the workplace, just such as a promotion or a raise. Thank you, Jackie. Um it's kind of a good general definition of sexual harassment. I know we all probably have personal experiences, but would anybody like to share um, any kind of experience that you've had in sexual harassment in the workplace? Yeah, so I can share. I'm Christine and I'm an employer that has experienced the ways that our gender gap has affected the labor market. And so thank you for having me on this podcast today. So. I work in the business industry and in our meetings, I have heard the sexual comments that have been directed towards the women and because of the men who have authority over their position, meaning that if they make a remark back, they could be at the risk of getting fired. This all kind of goes unnoticed, seen, heard, but still unnoticed and nothing is done about it. I've also had workers come up to me and talk about the ways in which the men in the field have asked them for favors. And so it's just disheartening to see that these things still happen today and with all the ways that um, the men get away with it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, oftentimes it can go unnoticed and I feel like you know, maybe women can be afraid to share their stories, like you said, in the worry of getting fired or, um, yeah, I mean, it can just go unnoticed. Sometimes people just brush it off and act like it's part of the job. And that's the unfortunate thing today is that many times it's just seen as part of it. And um, it's easy to go unnoticed. It's easy for people to not care. And there's a lot of pressure, I feel like, um, for women to not share their stories just because you kind of want to separate the workplace um, with any kind of sexual activity. And if it's harassment, then it's definitely harder to report, you know, just in fear of being fired or anything. Um, I don't know if anybody wanted to 
give any experience of seeing sexual harassment go unnoticed in the workplace? Because I'm sure it definitely has. Um, hello, I can share. I'm Rogelio, I'm a worker. And as a man, I've never really noticed the privilege of like appearance, but my female colleagues have, like I'm hearing their short, they've shared their stories with me. And I've heard of like things of that meant that they have to deal with, that they're um, dealing with men that their employees might, not their employees, their coworkers might say to them, um, overstepping on like complimenting their appearance and things like that. And as a man, you don't really have to experience that. And that's a privilege that we, that we, that we experience that we sometimes need to check ourselves and, and need to stand up and share and listen to stories that are being discussed of, of these situations and actually do something. And like you guys, like you guys have mentioned previously is, is, that this does go unnoticed and at least having people be there as a support system changes at least a little bit of it. Definitely. I agree Riley. I think, um, you know, coming from a men's perspective, we don't realize, um, you know, what really goes on and we almost have a blind eye towards it all. And so I think it's good that we can discuss it and kind of bring awareness to it. Um, because I think it definitely happens more often to women than men. And um, it's easy for men to brush it off and maybe ignore it. And I think it's good that we kind of highlight it and talk about some of these stories and these experiences just to, you know, bring awareness to it. Um, I think another big topic is how does sexual harassment and gender inequality intertwine in the workplace? Um, If anybody wanted to talk about that. Yeah, um, hi, I'm Sydney and I'm a professor and I would like to thank you guys for having me on the podcast today. And I think um, to answer your question, Max, the labor market itself is teeming with like so many different gender inequalities and sexual harassment is a big contributor. Um, A lot of research has demonstrated that sexual harassment is a major contributor to sex segregation and um, the gender wage gap in the labor market. And particularly women are more likely to experience unwanted forms of sexual harassment in the workplace. And sexual harassment has a negative economic impact on the recipients of these harassments. And it is women who are um, more likely to receive uh, forms of sexual harassment and they are 6.5 times more likely to change jobs. And so this is really important because I feel like um, the financial stress of having to find a new job and maybe even spending time without work is definitely um, like a long-term effect of being a recipient of sexual harassment that oftentimes goes unnoticed. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, Sydney. I think you touched a little bit on people moving jobs and, um, you know, I think a big part to do with that um, is pay. And I think that the wage gap can also play a part into that. I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit, but I think that we definitely see some intertwining going on between sexual harassment, gender inequality and pay or the wage gap. If you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's noted that like women in particular in the labor market get paid less 
than men do. And a lot of the times when women are in jobs, they experience a harder time being able to like move up in their career. Whereas oftentimes you see men in positions of more power that receive higher wages. And so it just demonstrates the ways in which women are getting paid less and shows how the pay gap has negatively affected them. Thank you, Sydney. Um, you know, I think touching on all this is really important. I think another thing that we don't really talk about much is uh, men experiencing sexual harassment in the workplace. And I think it definitely is on a much less of a scale than women experiencing sexual harassment. Um, I've noticed it a little bit in my workplace. I'm a server in a restaurant and um, I have a gay coworker. And just about a week ago, he was serving tables and... Um, there were a couple guys and they were saying things to him and touching him a little bit too much whenever he approached the table and just saying remarks. And I know my coworker was definitely not interested. And I think that um, it maybe put an interesting dynamic to it just with him being gay. And I think he was a little bit afraid to speak about it more, especially to the boss, because, um, you know, I think it's easy to brush under the table. I think it's similar to women's experience. Um, and so I know that that was hard for him. I, I, I know it's not as common um, for men, but I've definitely experienced it. I've seen it happen, um, and it's unfortunate. And I think that just in general, we need to be aware in the workplace to bring awareness to sexual harassment. And I don't think any of it should go brushed under the table. Um, so I think we need to keep talking about it and keep talking about how it affects the gender inequality and the pay gap and... Um, you know, just look at it in the big picture. Uh, but I just want to thank everybody for coming on the podcast. Um, thank you for talking. And yeah, that was 17 questions with group 17. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.